Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to the Future of Flushing Flash Update, your daily recap of everything in the Mets minor league system. All you need to know about Mets player development. I'm Vito Calisi. With me is Jonathan Barron. And tonight was a big night across the system. We had eight total games. A lot to cover tonight, John. Yeah, Vito. We're going to uh, we're gonna try to jam a lot in into a little bit of time here. Uh, good morning to all the listeners who are waking up, rise and shine. Recapping, getting your fix of Mets minor league baseball. Um, like you said, eight games. So let's jump right into it. We're going to start this one off with Syracuse real quickly. The Syracuse Mets played the Buffalo Bisons again. And the biggest standout of the night was Ronnie Mauricio, who went three for four with two home runs. And those home runs traveled 441 feet and 431 feet. And both of them hit 111 miles per hour. Yeah, that ankle that um, required an MRI seems to be feeling all right. Ronnie Mauricio <laughs> with the power on full display. Those are those are big boy shots. But look, we uh, we had a chance to see Ronnie in spring training, and uh, he's a confident young man. And when you hit the ball that far, hit the ball that hard, there's a reason to be confident. And before we move on to the next game, I think a big thing to note is this was the first time Ronnie Mauricio got to get some reps playing left field in the Mets minor leagues. So we're going to move ahead to Binghamton. The Rumble Ponies had a doubleheader tonight. They played the Portland Sea Dogs, and in game one, they won 7-3. to three. Luis, Moreno pitched, Luis Moreno pitched six innings and allowed just two runs with a career-high 10 strikeouts. He now has 17 strikeouts over 13 innings pitched in his last two starts and is on track after a little bit of an uneven start. But hey, like we always say, player development is not linear. Yeah, and he's another one of these guys in the Mets system who's not buried deep down, who's not years away, who with a few more good starts could push for a promotion of his own, similar to Mike Vassell, just earned, and Christian Scott, who we'll get to in a second. And the big key for Luis Moreno, who was a standout for the Cyclones last season, is throwing strikes, and that's what he did today. That's what he's done in his last two starts, like you mentioned, a career-high 10 strikeouts on Thursday for Moreno. So the sky's the limit for this kid as well. It's all about getting ahead because when he's ahead, he can use his full pitch arsenal. And another name of, and somebody, well, and Brandon McIlwain, a player we've brought up a few times on the show in the last week. Uh, he had another big game, hit his fifth homer of the season. And how many bases did he steal, John? Still one base. It gives him seven. So the home run and the steal for me, you mentioned college quarterback. We mentioned that a few episodes ago. To me, that's like three touchdowns through the air, maybe 75 yards on the ground, a couple touchdowns running as well. But he's a talented young man, can play all the outfield positions. Um, certainly a prospect to keep an eye on here 
for this Rumble Pony team. And you know what? I'm glad you compared it to football because I hope there's a future of Flushing listener out there who's not even a big baseball fan, who just stumbled upon this, likes us, doesn't really know what we're saying or what we're talking about. And maybe that person right now is like, now that I know it in football terms, I kind of get what this Brandon McIlwain guy is all about. Absolutely. And fans will continue to know what Jose Peroza is all about. Jose Peroza actually celebrated his 23rd birthday today. So happy birthday to Jose. And he celebrated in game one with a double. Gives him 12 doubles since May 10th. That's now tied for the second most in all of AA during the span. Elsewhere in this game, Joe Swazi homered for Binghamton in game one, his first homer as a Rumble Pony. And there was a special uniform the Rumble Ponies were wearing. I was watching this game, and I had to look it up. I was like, what, what's going on? The tricode was different. They leaned into it in the broadcast. Um, Vito, why don't you talk a little bit about what's going on in Binghamton right now? If you remember in our weekend recap episode where we were in person at City Field, we mentioned that the Rumble Ponies were going to have a special bobblehead this weekend. And that was the Daryl Strawberry Southern Tier Shortcakes bobblehead. That's because it's Strawberry Fest in upstate New York right now. It's the 41st anniversary of the Owego Strawberry Festival, and the Rumble Ponies are playing as the Southern Tier Shortcakes all weekend, and they got a ton of stuff going on. You hear Strawberry, what do you think about with the Mets, John? Daryl Strawberry. And you know what? If you want to meet Daryl, he's at the game tonight. Friday, June 16th, and he will be making a guest appearance at Mirabito Stadium. Bring your bobblehead from Thursday, and Daryl Strawberry will sign it, and then it's a fireworks night at the end of the night. Now, you're up there for the weekend. You're wondering, man, is Strawberry Fest a deep drive for me to get to? Is this really going to take up my whole day? No, everybody. It's only 25 minutes from the stadium. And if you listen to Mets Up, the Mets Series Recap Podcast that me and John help produce every week, hosted by Giraffe Neck Mark, and James Shiano, we mentioned the concept of introductory fruit <laughs> or welcome fruit. I feel like strawberry is a perfect introductory fruit. So if you have never really been a big fruit person, go get yourself some strawberries at Owego Strawberry Festival. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Of all the fruits, let's go Mount Rushmore style here. Mount Fruitmore. Sure. What's your Mount Rushmore fruits? All right, John. This is bad. We didn't we didn't talk about this before. We're not lying to the listener. Um, I kind of roasted my mom for not eating a lot of fruit yeah. yesterday on the show. Yeah. I actually despise fruit. Uh, I really hate really? fruit. I'm a, I'm a vegetable guy. I don't like fruits. None at all? Like, you don't like I, apples? I don't like apples. I don't like oranges. I like the flavor of orange, but mm. I will never eat there and sit and eat an orange. I'll eat raw broccoli. Okay. I'll eat cauliflower. I'll eat carrots. Yeah, none celery. of these are fruits, though. So I know, really, but I don't. I just not really don't. answering my question. Uh, I mean, like, okay, if I had to guess, what about if a I banana. Guess, I, I I used to be terrified of bananas. You used to be terrified of bananas. Not terrified. I guess I'm not like a cat with a cucumber where I'd scream, but like the smell of bananas used to make me gag. Okay, I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw one more out there, and if it's yeah. not a hit, we're moving on. What about? Okay. And what about a nice, refreshing watermelon on a hot summer day? I don't like the texture. It feels flaky All right, and weird. Let's move on. <laughs> but you know what I do like? I do like strawberries, and I would go to Strawberry Festival. Well, it's actually a really great promotion, so tip of the cap to the, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, and that's great marketing and awesome for Daryl Strawberry to play along. Not play along, but get involved. He's not playing along. His name is Strawberry. I mean, there's nothing to play along with. Facts are facts, John. No, it certainly is. It sounds like it'll be a really, really fun weekend uh, up in Binghamton. And game two is just as fun as game one, if not more fun for the Rumble Ponies. Christian Scott was on the mound. 
It's been well documented by now that Christian Scott was promoted from Brooklyn to Binghamton after he struck out nine batters in his last start for the Cyclones. And guess what he did on, on Thursday night while also celebrating a birthday along with Jose Peroza? He struck out nine batters, did so over six innings of work, only allowed two hits, allowed a solo home run early in the game, responded by retiring nine in a row, was getting ahead of hitters all night, similar to Luis Moreno, sat 95 to 97 with the velocity. He had 23 whiffs in this game. Talk about a double A debut where people are wondering, will the change in level be a problem for the now 24-year-old pitcher? The answer, Vito, absolutely not. He was downright dominant for the Rumble Ponies on Thursday. I feel like you see a lot of position players get birthday debuts. I feel like it's not all the time you see pitchers. Well, I would say, yeah, mathematically, it makes sense. They are starting once every five days. So on any given day, you have a 20% chance of playing, and then you sprinkle in the birthday element of it, and it drives the probabilities way down. You know what, John? Can you, for our next episode, put together maybe a few players who did have their debut in a birthday game? I will do my best for that one. I I'm not saying my... put together an all-time thing. I'm just saying no. if you could give us like a few highlights, you know? 100%. 100%. A lot of highlights, though, even more highlights to talk about in this game. Back to Christian Scott for a second, who struck out Nick York three times, three of his strikeouts coming against New York. York, the Red Sox fifth-ranked prospect. And the Rumble Pony sweeping this doubleheader is a bigger deal than it sounds like. This is a really, really good Portland Sea Dogs team that they played. Portland entered the day in first place in the Eastern League. The Rumble Ponies have now won seven of their last nine games. They lost nine straight games to Portland entering this. And with the doubleheader sweep, the Rumble Ponies, who we're, we've been hyping up since we started the podcast, Vito, and they've been on fire. They're now over 500 at 30 and 29. Do you think ever since I put on the Rumble Ponies hat that day, they've just had some magic attached to them might even go beyond that this team's got some really really good players on both sides of the ball look luke ritter had 14 home runs no longer there rowdy jordan hits another home run in game two that's now five homers in the last nine games for rowdy jordan the rumble ponies have it all going on right now they're 30 and 29 with the doubleheader sweep their third doubleheader sweep of the season led by the birthday boys Peroza, christian scott luis moreno in game one but Vito, i have a question for you a pretty good birthday present if you would for christian scott tonight on thursday his double a debut he dominates a really good opponent maybe a bobblehead maybe a bobblehead i want to ask you what's the best birthday present you've ever received well it's tough because my birthday is one week before christmas my birthday is oh. december 18th so yep. like it all kind of blends in together so Usually, like, I kind of get, like, a starter gift from somebody and then get, like, a big gift at the end. My mom has always went above and beyond and given me two amazing gifts. But you know what? My mom this year actually gave me uh, a really nice pair of Chelsea boots, black Chelsea boots from the company Thursday Boots. And I, I really enjoyed them. I've been wearing them a lot. So this year's gift was great. Um, as a kid, I got some, like, really cool Lego sets and stuff. But like I said, like, when you have, like, a birthday and Christmas so close together, it all just blends in. Did you like that growing up, having Christmas and your birthday? It's like it's like being the last draft pick in a, in a fantasy draft where, you, you know, you get you get the last pick of the round. It's a snake the draft. And exactly. It's a snake draft. You go like 355 days with no gifts at all, and then all of a sudden it just rains presents. 
So my mom was great about it. My fiance, Allah, has been great about it. But like family members were always really bad and would give me like one gift for the two things. And then my mom would freak out and be like, I'm a single mother. I give these people's kids two presents across the year. They give my kid one and they have two incomes coming in. I mean, my, my mom would tell me straight like my mom is told my mom has given it to me straight my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's a word in the in, in Yiddish for that. It's schnur. That sounds schnur. like there's some schnurs out there. Yeah, that's a schnur move. That's a real Schnur move. And you know what's a real Schnur move? What's that? Forgetting to move on to the Brooklyn Cyclones and their unfortunate 4-3 to three loss in 10 innings to the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Omar De Los Santos with two more steals. Now he has 24 in the season. And we're going to talk about Paul Gervais. Got Brooklyn into the 10th by striking out the side in the bottom of the 9th. Paul Gervais is somebody that John and I got the chance to speak to Around the same time that we spoke to Tyler Stewart, that interview is out now on this stream and on YouTube. And John, I think it's a good idea this Saturday to finally drop the Paul Gervais episode. How do you feel about that? Paul Gervais just continues to do the same thing he's done all season long, and that strike hitters out. He told us, a little sneak peek, that he has a mentality on the mound that simply he is better than the opponent in the batter's box. So we definitely look forward to all you guys getting a chance to hear what else Paul had to say. He just continues to have a great season. A kid who pitched at LSU, a little older, a little more refined. Certainly a guy that can quickly make his way through the Mets player development system. And if you want to play along with us before this interview airs, if you listen to this first thing in the morning, why don't you tweet at Mets player dev and tweet and guess what chain restaurant you think Paul Gervais worked at. We do talk about it in the interview, but just feel out his vibe. Don't cheat. Don't Google. Just feel out his vibe. Throw at Mets player Dev a guess. Where did Paul Gervais work? Which chain restaurant? I mean, there's so many. And what did he do? What did he do? Was he a delivery man? Was he a waiter? Did he work the drive through window? What was his deal? So we're going to drop that Paul Gervais episode Saturday, first thing in the morning. That will be instead of the daily recap that we normally do. We don't do that on weekends. We're going to move on to St. Lucie. The St. Lucie Mets won 8-7 to versus the Palm Beach Cardinals. St. Lucie Mets have been doing a great job versus the Palm Beach Cardinals, and they didn't even need Jacob DeGrom to do it. Yeah, that's right, Vito. Uh, with the win, an 8-7 win on Thursday night for St. Lucie, they've now won three straight games in four of their last five as they continue to play good ball. Ryland Thomas, a name we're mentioning for the first time here on the podcast. I love first-timers. First time, long time. Big day in the New York radio scene, by the way. Had to throw that in there. Ryland Thomas had four hits and three doubles. Thomas taken by the Mets in the 11th round of last year's draft from USC. Once again, got a note, not Marcolino's Gamecocks, but a USC Trojan. If you listen to yesterday's episode, you'll say, hey, they mentioned a guy named DeAndre Smith, who also was a Trojan. That's right. They were both teammates at USC last year both taken by the Mets last year. Ryland Thomas, a kid with a great approach to the plate, exceptional bat-to-ball skills, put on about 20 pounds of muscle since last offseason. So right now what he's doing is he's coupling that great ability to make contact, and he's hitting the ball a whole heck of a lot harder, and that garners good results. And Junior Tillian hit a big go-ahead three-run home run in the eighth to give St. Lucie the lead. Jet Williams was on base all night once again, three walks. And we brought up Jet last night. We're bringing up Jet tonight. So always keep in mind those people here a few nights in a row. Want to give them their flowers. And Douglas and Douglas Oriana had 16 whiffs, six strikeouts over his five innings of work. And Vito, of those 16 whiffs you just mentioned, 
Half of those came on the slider with only 12 swings against the slider. So he's showing a pitch that can be a plus-plus pitch along with the velocity he brings. We mentioned after his last start, the work ethic. He's a gym animal. That's what he's known as. It's really helped him be able to control his body better on the mound and throw more strikes. We mentioned it with, with Luis Moreno. We mentioned it with Christian Scott. We mentioned it with all these guys. Tom Seaver said it best. The most important pitch in baseball, strike one. Douglas Oriana has worked on that, and in turn, he has seen the results, as you saw tonight. We're going to move over to the complex Mets. The FCL Mets won 8-7 to seven versus the FCL Astros, and Nick Morbido stayed hot. He had another two hits. He's now 5-14 for 14 in his last three games, and another guy who got off to a slow start but you give him some time. He's a young kid. He's learning the system. He's working his way up. Just give him time. No fear. Persevere, Mets fans. Hitting second in the lineup for the FCL Mets on Thursday, right behind Morabito is Diego Mascara. He also went two for five like Morabito. Uh, Mascara, a defensive wizard with the glove, like Ryland Thomas, also makes a lot of contact. But both of his hits on Thursday, 95-plus off the bat, plays second, plays third, plays short. They actually appeared in some Major League Spring training games because of how advanced the glove is. So Diego Mascara shelling off the bat for the FCL Mets on Thursday, along with the always steady glove. And one more player to mention, Jeffrey De Los Santos went two for two with a double, a walk, and two RBIs. He started the season with PSL, broke a toe, and is now rehabbing with the FCL Mets. And he's a guy that can pretty much play anywhere on the field and has a sweet swing from his left side. A few more things to hit on here before we wrap up this episode for this Thursday night slash Friday morning. DSL Mets Orange, they lost a close one, 7-6 to the DSL Cubs. Christopher Lara has doubled in that game, now has seven extra base hits through his first eight games of this season, which just started in the last 10 days or so. And DSL Mets Blue, they lost 10-4 to the DSL Rays. So overall, a very, very busy day in the Mets player development system. As Vito, you mentioned at the top of the show, eight games. That is a whole heck of a lot of baseball. The Rumble Ponies sweep a big doubleheader. The Rumble Ponies are hot, man. Yes, John, the Rumble Ponies are hot. And you know what? I would say the podcast is hot right now. I feel like we're doing a good job. You know, we're, we're getting our sea legs wet. Is that the term sea legs wet or it's you're getting your sea I think legs it's back? You get your sea legs under you. I think that's, you're uh, your that's, sea legs that's under the proper. You? Yeah, it's the proper execution of that one. And I guess it's not good to pat yourself on the back, but I'm just saying, you know, the Rumble Ponies are hot and the boys are hot. The boys are hot. Tons of great performances, night in and night out. We're having a great time bringing it to you, and we will be back bringing it to you next week on the future of flushing, the flash updates. Keep an eye out for that Paul Gervais interview that Vito mentioned. We'll be back to recap the entire weekend across the Mets player development system. Mike Vassell going to be making his Syracuse debut soon. We'll have all of the breakdowns for you on that. Vito, anything else to say to the people before the weekend? I just want to remind you, if you have a chance to get up to Binghamton, please check out Strawberry Festival. Check out the promotions. Go meet Daryl Strawberry. They're also doing a promotion where the first thousand fans get a t-shirt. So there's so much stuff to do. Go get some fruits. Come back to New York. Feel a little feel a little well-rested, and we'll see you all in the future. And if we could play the song Strawberry Fields, if we had the license, we would. But right now, with some stock music, have a great weekend, Mets fans.